This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Trying to burst through. Ravanelli. Ravanelli, yes! This is Houtlou, he's onside here. That's a delicious chip. Rousseau. Sharing up, down by Shearer. Anderton! Yes! Wonderful goal! Now, you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Oh, and it hasn't! No! Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin, Will He Score the 90s Football Show? I'm Chris Gold. Joining me here in the studio is Josh Widdicombe. Hello. And our director of podcast, Mr. Michael Marden. Hello. And my childhood hero, Ian Pierce. Hello, Ian. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming in. No problem. It's going to be fun. I just hope Chris Bart Williams comes up. <laughs> <laughs> we should say we're recording this intro after we've recorded the interview. So we know disclosure. it's good. <laughs> yeah, we, know so it's like, good. we know more than you at this point yeah. and we can tell you that it's a great interview. Should we get straight into the correspondence? Yes, please. I'm Jim Rosenthal and this is the Electronic Post Bag. You've got mail. Okay, so I'm going to start. Oh, by the way, can I just thank the person who tried to add us on LinkedIn? <laughs> It's such a weird email. Yeah, Ian Dowie. <laughs> Someone tried to add us on LinkedIn. Right, we got a letter sent to my agent from Joe, and the reason he sent us a letter and not uh, email to our electronic post bag is he sent us a packet of 95 oh, oh, Merlin stickers. Wow. Now, he wanted us to open it on air, but I thought, why don't we get Ian Pierce to Oh, yes, it? please. And discuss what he thinks of each person he opens. <laughs> oh. if, Ian, if you're, if in, this Pierce, Sorry, Ian, if you're in this packet, I'm going to lose my <laughs> yeah, mind. I can't tell you how much I used to collect these. I used really? To love, I used to love them. Obviously not this year, a couple of years. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, wow. Well, Ian's right. opening the packet. I haven't oh, got shiny. There's a black band. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. There's a blackbird. Oh. There's a blackbird. One in 16 chance. Oh, no <laughs> way. No way. Right. All right, here we go. First up, who we got? First up, Kevin Paul from Leicester. Kevin Kevin Paul. Have you got anything on Kevin Paul, Ian? I've got absolutely nothing on Kevin Paul. <laughs> 
Dean Austin. Tottenham, Tottenham right now. Oh, yeah, Dean Austin. So far, it's not a vintage pack. Dean <laughs> I'm about to kick up a notch. I've got <laughs> Alex Maffey. What is this? The worst pack of all time? Newcastle. Alex I've Maffey. never heard of Alex Has he Maffey? put all his bad ones in? No. <laughs> I'm only joking. Alex Maffey was a centre forward. Yeah. Then you get some legs. Now, if you can guess the legs, that'd be brilliant. Oh, if you so guess it's a picture legs. of some legs. That's some Coventry legs. legs. Oh, Kobe Jones, isn't it? Oh, I, maybe? Think, I think that's Efan. That could be Efan Akoku. Efan Akoku's no, legs. It's going, it's not, you can't get Efan Akoku on a picture because he's that quick. <laughs> <laughs> can we ask you while you're here? We've had some, we've had some correspondence about Efan Akoku. The chief. Yeah. And he... Um, thief. He was, acu- yeah, the th- he was no. accused by someone of, of stealing their drifter bar. Carry- <laughs> on a school tour of Carrow Road, he left a drifter on his school bag and Efanakoku just walked past brazenly eating a drifter. <laughs> well, to be fair, he, he did have to refuel, so I wouldn't have put it past him. <laughs> he was like, no, um, he, was, yeah, he was good pals with Chris Sutton again, so he, oh, said, really? he, was, he said he was a real nice, really nice fella. Oh. Steve Yates from QB. <laughs> the worst pack of stickers wow. of all time. I think this geezer's having a song. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of five-a-side team is this? Yeah. The only way to salvage this There's a Blackburn. is if that's the impact. Can we just, before, we haven't looked. No. And we swear we haven't looked, and we swear this isn't fixed yes. if it is the yeah. No, but let's let's have a guess to see which Black. Because I saw the kit, that's all I saw. Okay, okay. I think it's, it's going to be Henning Berg. Stuart Ripley. I will say David Batty. I'm going to go for Gallagher, Kevin Gallagher. <laughs> it's Gailey. Tony, Tony Gale. Gale. Close. Oh. If someone said I'd say that's the worst packet of stickers anyone has ever opened. <laughs> <laughs> to think that packet has been sat around for yeah. 22 years. See, Gailey, the, the, the second half of the season, he didn't have a smile on his face because so he took his place in the team. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we say, thank you, Joe. Sorry, it was an awful pack. Yeah, yeah. Okay, shall I read some more correspondence? Yes, please. So, uh, we've got a uh, feature where we talk about jobs that 90s footballers now do. We recently dealt with the fact that Mick Stockwell of Ipswich now uh, has his own kitchen fitting company. However, someone's followed that up because uh, they hired Mick Stockwell and they wanted to tell us about the experience. <laughs> right. Uh, I can vouch for the quality of his workmanship. <laughs> Whereas his t- uh, skills on the tools are as good as his skills on the balls. Uh, they've really written it. Does that work? Balls plural. <laughs> yeah. However... The fleeting brush. So they tell a story about meeting Mick Stockwell before his profession. Then the fleeting brush with Mickey did not end there. I went back to Kitchens Plus in 2013, where I needed a new worktop in my house. When booking a fitting, I was advised the three-meter-length of worktop that I required was too heavy to be fitted by one person. I had two options: either pay for two people or take a day off work and help Mick Stockwell. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I could be Mick Stockwell's apprentice. <laughs> there was only one option, and a week later, I was stood face to face with the man who scored two goals in the 2 1 home Premier League win against Wimbledon in 1992. <laughs> Safe to say, the finish on my worktop was as crisp as the one on those Thunderbolt finishes with sweet white foot. Thank you to Greg Nunn, Ipswich, th- 33 and a half, he's put. <laughs> Wonderful. I think everyone should put their names yeah, their 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 like that. Yeah. I also, just, we'll put this on the website from Ben Ferguson in Leeds. He said, This, this is summer 89, but I felt I needed to bring this to attention. FIFA Under 16's World Championship. Scotland lost 5-4 on penalties to Saudi Arabia after a 2-2 draw. However, he's attached a picture of the Saudi Arabian team. <laughs> I can't tell you how far over 16 oh, they are. <laughs> I've seen this picture before. It's, it's incredible. Oh my God, one of them's got a moustache. <laughs> Look at that. 
24, that fella there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, we'll put that on the website. Yeah, put that on the website. Check out the, the Saudi Arabian under-16 squad. Do we want one more story, Mike? We've one more, yeah. Oh, go on, one, one more. more. Okay. I was working at a cinema Odin Guildford in 2001 on the haagen counter. We served coffee, all drinks, snacks, and ice cream. On a weekday evening, the late films were about to start and the foyer was getting empty. Then a stunning woman, who I later found to be Miss Jamaica, came in and a man who I instantly recognised as... John Barnes. He came up to my counter and ordered a couple of drinks. I took his money and gave him the change. He ordered two soft drinks, I remember one was a Diet Coke and the other was either a Fanta or a Tango. I handed him the drinks and I said, sorry John, they are not isotonic, so not in balance with your body's fluids. (laughs) (laughs) He stared back with me with neither a smile or a frown, but a vacant look. Pretty sure that he thought I was a dick. Keep up the good work. That's from James Downey. Oh, lovely stuff. <laughs> lovely stuff. If you have anything to send in to us, hello at quicklykevin.com. Right. It's time to chat, Ian Pierce. Shearer spreads a lovely ball through for Pierce, chasing onto it. Pierce hits one. Oh, and he's found the corner. Magnificent finish. So we love to hit, like, ask the hard-hitting questions on this podcast, and we're really going to grill you over the next hour first question can you name Chelsea Blackburns and West Ham sponsors during your times with those various clubs wow that's that's probably hard the Blackburn one's easy because it was drink yeah Yeah. McEwen's wasn't it oh yeah Yeah. did you get any free stuff we did did you we used to get some free McEwen's yeah and this is back in the day so when we were back in when we we played in London because then we we, there was no flying there was no nothing like that so we had to get back on the bus in those days you were allowed a couple of beers especially if you had a good result because you knew you had a four hour trick back yeah and so we'd all get tucked into the McEwen's on the way back (laughs) that's sponsor ever could you you get as drunk as you wanted in that situation no no No, yeah (laughs) if you'd had a good game back then on a Tuesday say it was a Tuesday night and you'd had a good game you knew that the Wednesday was going to be a warm down or a day off then you were allowed to drink as much as you want, really. Are they monitoring, like, oh, Ian's had a cup, he's had two cans of McEwen's, or are you able yeah. to sneak? Oh, I've only had one, boss. <laughs> Kenny's had one, out. Kenny. Yeah. And he's Scottish, so he's got to know. To be fair, if the gaffer had said anything back then, I would have jumped as high as, but, but you couldn't really understand him anyway, so you could have been saying, have another one. So. Um, sponsors at Chelsea. That was a long, that's a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, any idea Commodore yes Commodore okay. yeah. did you get stuck into the Commodores yeah. all the way back <laughs> yeah. bit of Lionel yeah. <laughs> um, West Ham uh, West Ham would have been oh my god they're scandalous it's my I, team I, I, reckon, I reckon you'd have got free stuff from both of these yeah you had two you had two did I that is terrible because I can't remember that absolute blank here. So um, I think I th- I'm it sure sounds this like is I, I might be wrong, but it sounds like a local forecourt. Oh, I tell you what though, we didn't have a sponsor at one year. I remember that. Yeah, that's and right. We definitely didn't have a sponsor. Why not? Bad boy West Ham. We they, they, no one wanted to sponsor us. The rumor was that Jiffy Condoms had like agreed <laughs> to do the sponsor us, and then the league said no, you can't. And then it was too late to like put a sponsor oh, on the oh, show. Really? That it could be complete hearsay. I've never ever said to heard anyone go. That's why can't they have condoms? The league kind of Catholic. Yeah. Surely they should be promoting condoms. But sadly, we didn't get any of them. That's why I got, why I got four kids. <laughs> you know, you come uh, the coach back from an away game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Harry Redknapp dishing out the condoms. 
different sort of atmosphere that one. Um, you know you got Wednesday off, it's fine. <laughs> so Dagnum Motors. No, that was before me. That was before your time. Oh, before so me. then you would have pretty much had Dr. Martin. Yes, it? that's yeah. it, Dr. Martin. Right, so when you were at Blackburn, right, Jack Walker's sponsoring the club. Your sponsors there were Cooperative Insurance. Um, it's not all about sponsors. That's not about <laughs> Don't worry. I, I couldn't understand, like, why didn't Jack Walker just put Walker Steel on there? Because he's, he's piling money into the club. Why? What was he like? I, Did you get to meet him? Yes, much? and he was the loveliest fella. Listen, you only make a certain amount of money if you got a, you have a dark side any businessman who's made it who's successful you've got to have a but he came in and he was the the nicest man looked after me because he obviously knew I was a young young one came across made a big fuss of me he was, and he's the owner of the owner of the whole yeah. shebang and he was just he was just did brilliant. he ever talk football or offer any opinions or he loved his football loved yeah. his football mm-hmm. and he would talk about it. but there was once he came into the dressing room and he said look he used to play penny up the wall with Shearer did he? I swear we did <laughs> There was one, so it was a Christmas, so it was a Christmas party. So we're, the lads are all talking about a Christmas party, and he's coming to the change room. This is before a game, a little way before we we're all just starting to get ready. And he said he spoke to Alan, and he went, um, "Okay, so you, you got your Christmas party? We'll have a game." Of, and it was not a penny out the wall; it was pound out the wall. So they're playing. They're Big money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is- we went Larry Lars. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're playing this, and we're watching them. And he goes, "Right, if I win." Sheer at it. Well, we had to do something for the for Jack, and then he goes, "If I lose, then I'll pay for your Christmas party." And we were all, "Come on now!" <laughs> Before yeah, we're playing at the end. But that's he was just he was just brilliant, and and the gaffer would let it go, and then but then when it came to serious time, he obviously then disappeared. But he come in after the game, celebrate or commiserate. He was just really lovely fellow. They still sing his name now. When I go to games, and rightly so, gave me my best moment in football, obviously winning it, and and for someone like Blackburn, it's only repeated because Leicester did it. Mm. And it's just unheard of. So he was just a spe- he was a special special fella. Yeah, and he loved Blackburn as well, didn't yes. he? So like it was so obvious he yeah. was really into that town and the club. Yeah, and the day we won, when we were lucky enough, when we, uh, although we lost at Liverpool, we still we won it on that day. And they panned to the, him in the crowd, and he was in tears. He was just he just meant so much to him. So it was, it was brilliant for them. That's because he'd lost Penny up the wall. Like, yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he had to pay for the party. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now let's rewind the clock back. You started your career playing for Oxford and Districts, right? That's that's a non-league team, I presume. Yeah, just a You're low, seventeen low years old. Uh, did you think they were in the league, but you hadn't heard of them, Chris? No. <laughs> like, but how does that happen? So you got snapped no, up? No, Syria. No, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I, I went to Chelsea when I was twelve. Oh really? So I was there oh, since, uh, right. from twelve. But back in then, those days, we, we used to train in a not like obviously Chelsea's transformed now and it's amazing place. And you go to Cobham and you go to, the, but we used to train in a the shed. It was a shed, the shed end of the ground. We used to train in this little barn thing, concrete floor. I swear it was a, quite a big old shed, but not not massive. You play a five aside, four aside, but we were only diddy at the time. We were making our yeah. way through. And then we'd end up going to Battersea and we'd have to run back from Battersea to the ground. And so it's a little bit different for the kids yeah. nowadays. But, yeah. uh, Did yeah. you ever train in that weird bit behind the goal at Stamford Bridge where the car's parked? Yeah, no. But I was ball boy there a couple of times. Oh, really? Oh, that's a job. You had to collect sponsors. You had to collect sponsors for doing the ball. <laughs> what was that bit? Yeah. It's it so weird. Nuts. Yeah, no. It was, so a car's parked. Because in were, my mind, it's a car park. Yeah, Is that was, true? So the pit it was so far away from the shed end. Yeah. They, they used to be at a park, but it was so far away, you could do it. You could, and it, it didn't interfere with anything. And yeah, but like you say, it was well, just miles away. That's what they know. need to do at West Ham now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. coaches in there. 
Um, so that Chelsea team, right? I mean, it's quite a lot of Romans there. <laughs> Dennis Wise, Dave Besson, Steve Clark, who I've always been scared of. What's wrong with Steve Clark? I don't know, he just seems so stern. Like, yeah, he does seem scary. He seems like a really scary Scottish man. Speaking of scary Scottish people, Gordon Jury. Yeah, and then also cool. Vinnie Jones is knocking around there. Was it scary it? to be a youth player there? In a way it was. And this is where I'm getting old and... But now they, they, it's too easy for kids now. It's, they get too much too quick, and they get. Yeah. We used to have to do jobs and clear up, and we used to be scared. You're not scared. You'd, you'd be nervous going into the first team dressing room because you know there's a bit of banter going, there's a bit of stick. You do your jobs, and they they give you a little. But it was a way of breaking yeah, you yeah, in yeah. and getting you into it. And, yeah. But now it doesn't. If, I think if you say the what wrong kind thing, of jobs were you doing? Cleaning boots, sweeping up, did everything really. Who were you most scared of in that the first team dressing room? Uh, going in there, Wisey was pretty scary when I was back. And to be fair, Andy Townsend was sharp with his. He was sharp with his words and stuff. And you, you try not. <laughs> you should have been honestly, doing that in the tactics honestly, truck. You might be doing a Honestly, he's brilliant. And and you knew if you tried to come back with anything as well, he would take you to the cleaners and make you look at it. He would embarrass you like. But you know, but on the flip side, like I say. Vinnie Jones and Dennis, they'd all, they'd all bring in biscuits for the apprentices and stuff like that. They'd, they'd come Fat in. Fat baked. No, very, very, you know. No, they'd, uh, yeah, so they'd, they'd look after you. They were really, they were really good. But and if, but if you were training with them and you did something wrong, you, they'd nail you. And, and, really? and they'd oh, let you know God. about it. But that's the way it should yeah, be because yeah. then it, it concentrates your mind and it just yeah, makes yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. But now, if, People say the wrong thing to the kids now. They go off and cry. And there's a cut. I can't stand it. Back then, you win and lose together. They, 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 they would look after you. It could be a little bit. Sometimes you've got on the wrong. If you got them on the wrong day, and it could be a little bit harsh, and you get a little bit of stick. But that's that's that was how it. Do you worked. remember your league debut? We did some research. Apparently, <laughs> it ended in a pitch invasion. You put Aston Villa away, eleventh oh, yeah. of May, nineteen ninety-one. Mm. So I, well, I was wondering when you're on the pitch and there's a pitch invasion. Are you just legging it out there? Are you like, oh, God. I was too tired that day. <laughs> I think I'd come on a sub before at home mm. and I'd made one, but that was my full debut. So I was 17 and I was like, boy, it was. Tony. I suppose by that point, no one's going to know who you are anyway. Exactly. They're just running past exactly. you. <laughs> Security <laughs> coming again. They give you a little clip. Just, no, yeah, they wouldn't have a Scooby, so. <laughs> but I remember playing that day and it was against Tony Cascarino and Cascarino just bullied me. Really? Um, yeah, and he, but then he bullied me, and then he went down like a sack of spuds for a penalty, and I gave away a penalty on my debut. Oh, really? Yeah, gave away a penalty on my debut. Wow. But, um, well, I, I loved it. So mm. who, who was your manager when you were at Chelsea in those early days? Chelsea, I had a few. We yeah. had uh, uh, Ian Porterfield. Right. Bobby Campbell, God rest yeah. his soul, he gave me my debut. Uh, I think it was his last game, wasn't it? You might have been. Yeah. yeah. Might well, he, have been. Bobby, Bobby Campbell got sacked by Ken Bates and then I think he made him his PA <laughs> after he sacked him yeah wow. Ken, wow. Ken, Ken well, Mr Bates because right, he, he does scare me so yeah. <laughs> he, even now he, can, he could be a little bit he was, was, he was ruthless like. op- opposite end of the spectrum to Jack Walker in terms of yes right. only because he was in your face I can remember I was 16 playing for the reserves and I scored managed to get a couple of goals and then he I bumped into him in the corridor and he, he went oi you Pierce and I turned around and he pulled me up to him and he's gone uh, put your shoulders back and so I'm stood there with your shoulders back you walk like that if I ever see you walking with your head down again I'm going to I'm going to give you a dig and I was like alright oh, thanks <laughs> <laughs> and then as I was walking he went yeah not a bad second goal and it was only for the reserve so he's obviously been there watching it but yeah. he just wanted to give me a, he was a scary scary God. what did he make his money in? I honestly don't was know was it milk or something like that? you don't I'm make sorry. your money in milk <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry he's not a former <laughs> 
That's why his hair was so white. <laughs> There's a brilliant story about Ken Bates. I don't know whether this is true or not, but to deal with crowd trouble, pitch invasions and hooligans, oh. probably the 80s, so oh, well, you might the- have been there. He built an electric yeah, fence. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Around the perimeter. Oh, yeah. You were I there. there. I, was a ki- I was a kid there. <laughs> that's and incredible. Yeah. Why? Why? I was climbing over. Yeah. Like they like were cats. It didn't work pain. in Jurassic yeah. Park and it won't work here, Ken. <laughs> Honestly, well, the, the council in. wouldn't let him turn it on, basically. So they, they had to dismantle it afterwards. <laughs> wow. it's, it's yeah. We had to test it. Every, we ran up and if we jumped off, then it was on. <laughs> <laughs> It was, obviously there was quite a lot of trouble back then yeah. in Chelsea yeah. Yeah. And I remember the Middlesbrough a lot there was a massive game there was a playoff game and I was cattle grid yeah there was, there was people getting probably but there, after the game I was a ball boy and after the game we, we had to stay locked in the ball boy room for about two hours because it was all going oh my off. god yeah. was locked in the ball boy room I was, room. I was, yeah, I was asking them to put the blooming thing on so I was picking them all <laughs> um, so October 1993, you signed for Blackburn. You leave Ken Bates behind. Um, how does that happen? Like transfers? Is Kenny Dalglish? Is he ringing you up? I don't know. Is that tapping? I don't. It's a long time ago. I don't get into trouble. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, that Blackburn, yeah. I'm going to get fined ten points. This is for Henry Trouble. Blackburn transfer ban. Scandal. Tapped up Ian Pearce in 1993. Scandal. Quickly, Kevin podcast. <laughs> That's it, it's all over. I'll never be like that. Um, the Chelsea manager was Glenn Hoddle at the time. Oh, yeah. So, uh, We've heard a lot of good stuff about Glenn Hoddle on this podcast. Okay. No, <laughs> no I'm only joking. Yeah, he was... I'll tell you one quick... One story with him, because I was only a kid. I was 18, 19, he was there. And he was supposed to be finished, wasn't he? But he was still... A, every time he joined in, he was the best player in training. Yeah. And I think it was around the time when there was stories about me going... And I think he wanted to put me in my place sort of thing. Yeah. Like it was an open session, so all the fans were there, Chelsea fans were there. We'd finished the session, so I was training with the first team, but then he went, Piercy, come with me. We walked over, right in front of the crowd, like, and then he put these two little boxes. He said, right, you stand in that one, I'll stand in this one. And it was one of them when you just have to ping it to the other person. You have to one touch and then ping it back, but you have to keep it in your box, so the touch yeah. has to be good. And so he's done it right in front of all these punters, and all the punters are still there and the ball he's, he's putting it off the floor and it's hitting me on the cheek <laughs> it's, coming, it's coming off my shoulder and the embarrassment because he, I was only young I was thinking oh for, please someone swallow me up <laughs> so but then I thought do you know I've had enough of this I've had enough and so what I try to do I hit the ball cleanly and as hard as I ever hit the ball and he like fired it into him and said right have that and see what he lifted his leg up 90 degrees and brought it down on the outside of his foot and brought it down and that was it I was like that's it I <laughs> <laughs> the crowd were climbing this is training the crowd were climbing and I just picked up my cones and walked off <laughs> That's so why was he, was he just unbelievably better than everyone else? Technically, it's just ama- it was amazing. The only other one was the gaffer, uh, Kenny Dalglish. Different players, but he honestly, he could make the... He could literally... He played a lot of clubs where the manager was the best player. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's the thing. I was all... Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I was going to cane another manager. <laughs> Roy Hudson. He could stop a ball dead for 60 yards. With, with his eyes. So is, is there that level of difference? Like, we've talked before on the podcast about how good you have to be to be a professional footballer. And that point at youth football where you realise, like, I'm never going to be that good. But then are there players like elite players in the Premier League where you obviously, you've won the title, mm. but Alan Shearer or mm. Glenn Hoddle is just... Yes. so much better than everyone else in that squad yeah really right. is, is that, Alan Shearer one of them Alan Shearer was see I'm big mates with Say so, and Alan but we hit the jackpot 
Adam was already there and when Sati came in Sati started off really well and Adam wanted to be the top he wanted to be the mm. better, top goal scorer and so every time Sati scored we knew for a fact that Shearer was going to score <laughs> and, and like, I kept on making mistake after mistake but I thought that's alright because those two up there are going to score <laughs> Shearer was I can't tell you what a finisher he was he was amazing he scored amazing. 31 league goals in your first season at the club but is, is he a laugh? yes yeah. Yeah, like you wouldn't. Yeah, really? like you wouldn't, like he you seems wouldn't so serious, no. and he has a reputation of being so serious. No, like you wouldn't believe, Hila- he's hilarious. No, he is. He is Him and Andy Townsend. <laughs> this is a big. Andy shot. Townsend is the king of the one-liners and cut you to put, cut you to shreds, and Sheer is hilarious. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm just killing myths here, aren't I? <laughs> but that's true. It is actually true. I'll tell you if it wasn't. But yeah, listen, he was a great laugh. But if there was a ball in front of a goal and it was a race between him and his grandma I will guarantee you he'd run over his grandma to make sure that he scored a goal <laughs> really but he was he was unbelievable brilliant so when you signed for Blackburn yeah so how does that kind of thing a transfer like that come about when do you hear about that well because I was only an agent yeah I did have an agent and you wouldn't believe it, it was um he was brilliant for me at the time Eric Hall do you remember Eric Hall? oh yeah no way monster 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 <gasps> what monster, was he monster. like he was unbelievable character <laughs> he, was amazing. He, was, he was really funny really honest and, and, and played up to his part but did his job he approached me and said look I've got a club so, someone's approached him and said there's a club interested and at the time I'd been at Chelsea like I said since um, signed pro when I was 16 I needed a change needed something different And but it was just time for me to leave and I obviously knew that Kenny Dalglish had asked after me and, and Ray Hartford and uh, I was excited about that and I thought well, I'm, I'm going to try and see what happens and they managed to come to an agreement and, and I was off and what yeah. was Kenny like as a manager I can remember meeting him in Bournemouth I went down there and just immediately he just put you at your ease straight away did you meet him in Bournemouth so no one knew you were meeting no they were down there Blackburn oh. Black were playing down there and I'd gone down there just to have a chat and uh, ended up going down everything had been agreed and I ended up staying there and that was it and driving back to Blackburn and what life. with them? yeah you laughed you just stayed yeah. there? <laughs> yeah, yeah you laughed and you ran away with them? yeah <laughs> <laughs> you stowed away and that's it no, um, yeah and your life changes so then once you were part of his team and he trusted you and he protected you to the nth degree because he was just brilliant at that I can remember having a bad game and then sometimes you go home and you think oh god I can't I just you, match the day is coming or you just don't want to watch it but you haven't gone out because you've had a shocker and, and then you're in and then you watch it and then you come you, I can remember him coming on after the game and one of the commentators said something oh Pierce has had a what a bad game or something like that and the look he gave him this fellow <laughs> oh you think dear and then he turned it round and just complete I, I ended up thinking I'd had the best game ever <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he, do you watch when you've had a good or a bad game you'd watch match of the day anyway a bad game You'd watch match today if you had a bad game. Yeah, not not. How would you do uh, that to yourself? No, this back then because like obviously again I was young. Yeah, you're trying to improve. Trying to learn and trying to, but also it was almost like a you have to watch this now because you've made a mess. Now you watch it and this is how it feels. Don't try not to make it happen again. Wow. I couldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Was there ever pundits where you like? Have you ever confronted anyone over something they've said or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a flash of like, yes, do I tell the story? I got a bit of stick once in a paper from a fella, I can't remember his name. And we won a title, lifted the cup and you go into the change rooms, you have a few drinks. Yeah. And because you're dehydrated, it's like you're sailing straight away. You're in a high, you're in a complete high. And I remember walking up 
And bearing in mind, I was 20, I just turned 21 that day, or the seven, May the 7th, or the, I just turned 21, so I'm a pup, I should just keep my mouth shut. But I walked up, and we walked past the media, and one of the uh, fellas in there had given me a, some dog's abuse in one game, and he'd written it up, and went a little bit too far for me, but went and I saw him, and I cut with the others, oh, well done, oh, congrats, and then this other fella, and then I said some things I shouldn't have said to him, so. <laughs> I mean, just just after winning the title. Just after winning the title, I let him have it, and then carried on, and so, <laughs> but you never win like that, because you know for a fact that he'll try and look for the do you again, and he's, yeah, got, yeah. he's got a bigger audience. Not, about 10 people saw me nail him, but. It, <laughs> yeah, 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 he's got, yeah. many people read his paper. Yeah. Um, what's Kenny Dalglish like at half time? Is he inspiring? Yes. Really? Yeah. Is he, does he give the big speech? Or uh, depends. Like... Depends. Sometimes he was quiet, and sometimes he would say a couple of things, and then other times he would get you going. Yeah. And normally, listen, he could have been reading a menu and he'd have been inspiring. Seriously, <laughs> just because of the way he was. When I say he protected you in the press, there was times when if you'd done something wrong, you knew about it. He'd dig you yeah, out. Oh, you knew fine. about it. Yeah. But with him, the worst time and the most scariest time with the gaffer was on a Friday. We played on a Friday and we used to have he used to have the same teams. So this is the day before the game. And so he'd, have, he'd play, Ray Hartford would play, so it'd be staff and then he put a couple of the younger ones to do their running. So I'd end up always be on their team against uh, the rest of the team who were playing the next day. 11 aside? No, uh, maybe seven, eight. Oh, yeah. Seven, eight, so you'd have the squad. Yeah, 16, yeah. so about nine aside. And then he'd be playing, and he used to be chapters ahead of me. So the ball would be played into him, and he'd knock it off, and he'd, go, he'd look at me and go, did you not read that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry about that, I didn't read that. <laughs> So then I'd not have to go and run and try and get it back again. But the um, look, I'll tell you, the sometimes the look he'd give you, as if to say, come on. That was the most nervous I've ever been at a football club, playing in those games on a Friday. Really? Bear in mind I was supposed to be a premiership player. <laughs> on a Friday, if it didn't go well, oh my God, you get absolutely ruined. Really? More so than a match? Oh, like, absolutely ruined. Because <laughs> he's, he's playing, he's, he wants to win the game. <laughs> he would he want to win everything. He'd want to win really? everything. Does it ever, did it ever kick off in those staff versus players? But yes, he, he looks like the answer to that is yes. Yeah, there, might, there was a couple, maybe a couple of times it didn't work, but it always, it calmed down quite What's sharp, the yeah. point of doing that match? Because there's nine sides, there's no tactical point. Oh, no, that was you just, might get injured. Yeah. But, there's, there's nothing to do the next day. You're tearing yourselves out. Oh, <laughs> you know how to play football. What's the point? That was the most important, honestly, it was the most important game of the week. One of the, I don't, I don't know if people have told you before, sometimes at clubs, they used to play for the yellow bib and the winning team could vote for the worst player on the other team. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> could you get a little bit harder? But then that was just part of football. Yeah. So it made you try a little bit harder. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if Kenny Dalglish lost. No one was going. No, <laughs> <one> was going. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> so summer of 94, like as this title winning season is about to begin, the big bucks are getting spent. Five million pounds on your mate Chris Sutton to come to Blackburn. He seems mad on TV. You yeah, say he's like as awful him. as he comes across. I'll be honest, he's coming to see me tomorrow with his family, so he's coming. Are you scared? No. <laughs> he's going to analyse how I get from the kitchen to the kitchen. <laughs> spend the whole day just critiquing. But what it is with, with, with Sati, what it is, he's not afraid to say what he thinks. And he's all he's doing is. Is, is that an act, what he's doing well, on TV? No. no. Was he like that? Let's not get him on this. I'd be terrified. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be brilliant on there. He'd, 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 yeah. he'd, he'd got some great stories. Yeah, he's a lo he's lo lovely fella. If you yeah, you spend time with him, he's brilliant. But then, uh, having said that, we played. We were supposed to be best mates, and twice I played against him. Yeah. Once he's nearly tried to break my nose with his elbow. <laughs> and the God. second, and the second time, 
he came down with Blackburn and I was playing for West Ham and he's he's big old unit like like me but a little bit stronger so the ball got played up to the back stick and you know you're underneath it thinking oh no because you know you're going to get it because you're stood still and he's making a run and yeah. so he stood there if you try and get up he's got above me headed it scored and then I'm getting grass out of my teeth on the floor and he's turned around and I don't know if you remember his celebration he used to do he used to do the old Freddie and as he's running away he's looked at me in the eye and gone out <laughs> so I was and then I got up I don't know so I, I, the next time I smashed like I probably smashed him <laughs> and we're supposed to be best mates like, like real good mates so yeah. when back to Blackburn so you get there was your first season when you came second to United yeah I think so you could tell straight away that they were building something and the players that were there yeah. there was a proper real hunger there was like Jason Wilcox was there and a real good spirit and you're thinking oh, this could be building to something really good when did you mm. first think we could win the league on the day about 4.45 yeah, Liverpool. on the day against Liverpool when the other whistle went at West Ham yeah. <laughs> but no for Blackburn to win it I mean, I mean it, was, it was unheard of really it's mad really yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there's, like, I think people have the impression that Blackburn bought the league but actually they didn't spend crazy money there was a good kind of core of that team yeah they, they bought Tim Flowers and Shearer and Sutton and Maybe, so, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even think Graham was expensive at a time. Was he not? No, no he's so. seven, seven fifty. They bought yeah. for from wow. Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Then you had Mr. Blackburn, Colin Andrew, the run through walls, like Braveheart, and then Shearer and all. Our skipper was Tim Sherwood, and Tim Sherwood was a brilliant skipper. Yeah. yeah. So you played, you made twenty eight league appearances the season you won the mm. league. So mm. you and Colin Hendry, tight partnership. He, another man who scares me to look at. Yeah, he was. Because we went up there, there was a few Southern boys up there at the time, and the gaffer wouldn't let you wear... It was freezing in Blackburn, I mean freezing. <laughs> and the gaffer wouldn't let you wear... Yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't let you wear tracky bombs. So, but oh, but right. you, you could wear long shorts, but you couldn't right. wear tracky bombs. Yeah. But so the lads, all the young, all the Southern boys, we'd have, we'd have the long shorts, socks pulled up, we'd have all these tops on and the hats... And Super Colin Hendry would, would come out in a t-shirt and shorts. Scottish. He'd be throwing himself in front and blocking things and oh, wow. his leg. And I'd be like, hey, no, no, no. <laughs> do you think, do you think he is in pain and trying to cover it up? <laughs> <laughs> he had to be. He had to be. It was absolutely freezing. I can't really? Just go Colin, put a coat yeah, on your yeah, your point, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. I'd have done it with a louder speaker from a long way off <laughs> in a car. No. Yeah, he was. He could run. He'd run through walls. So, so you won't. You win the league that season. Have you got your medal? I, ha I haven't got. It's my mum and dad. <laughs> so your mum and dad. Yeah. What's it like? Do you know when you look at it, it's not because it's been such a long time ago. Yeah, it needs a clean. I think. Is it with your like player of the season under eleven? <laughs> There's some players that don't get a medal when you win the league. So yeah. we, I was looking into this, and I didn't realise David Batty only played five games. Oh. I presumed he was like a. Yeah, you know, a big part of the team. That must have been awful for them, wasn't it? The worst thing for him, he was injured. He had a real bad, he had a bad injury and missed a big chunk. And that's the mm. worst. Because I had a fair few injuries later on, and it's the missing the playing and missing the. Because even though you're still part of the banner and you still you still feel a little bit out of it. I think he's gone off the grid now. I think. Well, he, yeah, has he gone off the grid? He played football because he was good at it. I don't yeah. think he was because he. He really liked it that much. Yeah. But he was really good at it. He was much better than people... Because they said, oh, Bats used to tackle. He could pass. He could do... He could play. He could do everything, really. Yeah. And, um, so he's just disappeared. Yeah. But he, he was one of them where you're on a coach and you're and you're on a journey you get stuck in traffic. It was like you could then start watching him and he'd be starting to tick and he'd be like a little bomb going off. Because <laughs> he was... He just got bored and he'd be... I think he'd be... Yeah, he, well, I knew him because he was a nut. <laughs> 
there was one there was once there was a body found there was a body found oh well was. no where's this going there was a body because Jack built, dug, uh, got rid of all the houses didn't he or gave everyone great money for the house and then knocked it down mm. as they were knocking it down there was a body found and so then they had to stop building until the police had come to uh, we were training and it was one of them where's Bats and Bats was down looking to see if we could find the body <laughs> I'm going to look to see where the body was getting to and wondering what was going on. Um, so we've got a feature on this podcast called Stuart Ripley's Believe It or Not, where uh, I put, a, a, well, we put a rumour about someone to a guest. So I've heard that David Batty used to get paid cash. <laughs> yeah, Is there any rumour? To Is do that... what, though? No, well, like, he, he Dispose didn't... of bodies. <laughs> he didn't trust banks, so he would... He would get paid cash I've heard that as well I would have to say yeah, I would have to, <laughs> I would have to say well you would probably get a, a lot more money than most people and paying that cash I don't think that would be no, no. Oh, that's a shame Michael you've got some things you wanted to check uh, one of them we've already covered oh, okay. but the other one was which actually thinking about when you left Chelsea you might not have been, might have been after your time but there's an amazing story about Dave Besson injuring himself with like a a giant yeah. tub of salad cream yeah. <laughs> like he, apparently he drops like a two kilogram tub of salad cream on his foot yes and he missed like the first eight weeks of the, <laughs> the season is that, is that, that true is, that is true wow, wow. That is true. so was why there. was he why did he have so much salad cream <laughs> Yeah, it's a he's lot. Of, big unit. Unit. He's a big unit. <laughs> it was on special, but um, <laughs> so, you know when you you drop something and you react and you uh, he actually tried to bring it. I think he's not trying to control it. And I think he's trying to bring it down. Bring it down. <laughs> as he's as controlled it, and then it's it did, oh. something, it did something to his tongue. It's severed his tendon. Apparently, severed his tendon. Yeah, and his big oh, toe. Yeah. So you can imagine how much stuff salad cream he got on his peg every time he was coming. <laughs> But do you know the other one was the best one you, know, you remember Kevin Hitchcock yeah yeah. so Kevin Hitchcock he had this he couldn't have cotton wool he couldn't touch cotton wool <laughs> this is what we're looking for yeah, he, yeah this is he, it he, he had this phobia with cotton wool yeah and big old Kev Hitchcock was a bit of a like a mean old geezer and he'd be a typical goalie if something went in it was someone else's fault he'd nail you and so every now and then I'd go and, and put cotton wool in his socks <laughs> So he's put it on, he'd just scream. And I, like, literally, it was a nasty thing to do because he had a couple of phobia. <laughs> Such a weird phobia. Yeah, yeah, but every now and then he needed a little bit of a I, I genuinely have the same phobia. Do you? What? If I, I, if I imagine the sound of cotton wool when you touch it, it gives, <laughs> like me, it gives me goosebumps. So you know what it is? You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> If, if there's people listening if you know of any other footballs with phobias please yeah, hello quickly Kevin Dorn yeah, I'd love to know um, I shouldn't have started with that with, with the phrase if there's people listening <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> the um, so that Blackburn team that won the league obviously packed full of characters we wanted to know how many of those ex-teammates of yours you had as contacts on your phone I'll hand over to Michael yeah, so we're going to play. This is our equivalent of a sort of Saturday evening uh, quiz show. Yeah. <laughs> Just for people who love 90s yeah, football. With, with the catchy working title of uh, the Ian Pierce Blackburn Rovers Premier League title winning squad. Are they in his phone contact list? <laughs> Penalty shootout game. <laughs> and we're going Saturday night. We're going to pitch this. Yeah. Prime time, BBC One. Yeah, Ant and Dick. Uh, just before Strictly. <laughs> it's a snappy title, that's <laughs> a shame. 
So basically, we're gonna we're gonna get Chris and Josh to yeah. guess one player at a time. Okay. Whether you are still in touch with them and have their number in your so phone. I think the marker is the marker is have you got their number on the okay. phone? Yeah. Right. Okay, I'll start. And it's sudden death. So first yeah, one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm quite confident. With that. <laughs> <laughs> it's sudden death. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Chris Sutton. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. I have to think about this. I'm gonna go Tim Flowers. Don't tell me that's risky. I thought that was like surely. I don't think I've got his number. No, oh, that's the worst oh, game I've ever played. <laughs> oh, we haven't got a fill 59 minutes on BBC One. I'm just trying to think because no, I don't think I have. Oh, what? You a, had a... the entire squad. I've got Tim Flowers. Well, I'm going to save Michael. Go on, you go again. Okay. Sub me in. Richard Vishka. <laughs> do you know what? Oh, you I don't even know that. Because he dropped, like, uh, the gaffer dropped me once to put him in the game to play at West Ham, so I refused to speak to him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the only appearance he made as well, I think, against West Ham. Yeah. Oh, wow. And do you know what? He took a medal. Oh, really? Did wow. he? I'm pretty sure he took a medal and backed it. Oh. No, no, that might be a rumour, I'm not sure. Please believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, should we rattle through some of these names? I'm just interested Go to on, know. Mate. Jeff Kenner. Yes. Oh, I can't I could have, could have well, Jeff, Jeff Kenner's the other one who didn't play enough games to get a medal, but they, yeah. the Premier League gave him one. Yeah. They got yeah. special dispensation. Oh, yeah. Get one. Mm. Graham I think I have, yeah. Don't use it, though, by the sound <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what it was, but, uh, so it was 20 years, wasn't it, or something like that, uh, last year. So yeah. we met up yeah. and we... And Did you all meet up? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What, we, well, the club organised it. So what we was that like? Good night, it was good fun. He was still pat any kind of beef in between like? Nah, no, everyone was good. Really? Did David Batty turn up? No. Wow, he's wow. a figurehead, isn't he? Wow, yeah, Batty didn't turn up. Yeah, Batty didn't He was looking for a body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the year you won the title well, was a like, epic season. But um, before we talk about the last day at Anfield, Cantona yeah. getting banned for drop kicking the fan. Were you watching that going, yes? <laughs> for two reasons. Yes, he's what a great strike on that fan. Because <laughs> the fan deserved yeah. it. But not for your own like Blackburn selfish. Uh, didn't really think about it, but that's that is one of the main reasons we want that he was he was such a good player for them and the catalyst for a lot of the stuff they did. Taking him out of that was they had brilliant players and sensational players all around the pitch, but he was he was their main at the time he was the yeah, main, main man class. that gave us a little bit of an edge yeah so then you go to Anfield on the last day of the season so when you've got a day like that that's the biggest game probably of your life yeah. how do you feel like that? do you get to sleep who's your roommate at Blackburn not Tim Flowers that's for no. sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that night was I think if I'm trying to remember I think it was Rippers I think it was Stuart Ripley and what was the night before like then how no, was it, it was, no, it was we were does in anyone sleep no it wasn't great to be fair wasn't great. I, I think maybe a couple of them maybe take. I'm not sure if you were allowed if they took sleeping tablets or I just couldn't do that. It was just exciting. You just wanted the day to hurry up and be there. And really? Just, yeah. So half time, Shearer's put you one nil up. You go into the dressing room. There's a rumor that Stuart Ripley's so nervous he can't feel his legs. I'm not, I'm not having no, that. No, not having that. that. He's so nervous, he can't feel his legs. To be fair, I was in the corner trying to find mine. So <laughs> no, you two, you can't even, it was quiet. I remember it was calm and it was quiet. The weird thing of the day was, obviously, the gaffer going back there, he's a legend, and all the Liverpool fans were desperate for us to win. 
yeah, yeah. they were they were desperate for us because they can't stand United Kenny manager was, yeah, there was and how aware are you of what's going on at Upton Park because this is before yeah. the internet really yeah, yeah. yeah earpieces yeah, there's the shots of the fans with earpieces yeah. in who missed that from football <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there is. and they kept on they kept on shouting on and stuff like that and we knew we had to win or we had to match their result and then they had to win to get past us oh, I can't even remember they needed to beat your results yeah, when we actually, went yeah. up even Liverpool were cheering so then they're going but then when they scored when they scored the first one that was the that was the killer goal for us because you know 1-1 we had a real good chance, couple of chances to take it and finish it and score but when it's 1-1 if United win they win the, the title they yeah. got it. but it didn't matter if we lost it, it just because yeah, 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 yeah. So that last goal by Jamie Redman didn't, didn't really matter. Didn't matter. Didn't, and everyone's going, oh no, they they think they've lost. It. We we knew that we were struggling at one. Didn't one. bother building a wall. No, yeah. Because <laughs> 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 we missed a couple of real chart like you wouldn't believe, like blinding chances. And and then when that goes in, and you're looking behind, and you can see, they they were shouting stuff on there, and even the Liverpool fans. And then but then when you hear. This full time because there's that amazing I can't remember when it was but it was the 90s I think when Man City are going down and they've got misinformation yeah, like, they're, they're right, like yeah. running the ball into Steve the corner Lomas. is it Steve yeah, Lomas yeah. yeah and he's trying to waste <laughs> and Niall, Niall Quinn comes running out of the tunnel <laughs> yeah, going yeah. it's not we need to score <laughs> I'm only spending people <laughs> I, mean, I missed that I missed that about yeah. like, the complete misinformation that goes around like, yeah, there yeah. should be an airplane mode to phones in the ground <laughs> yeah, so, yeah it's just like yeah we can go back to the yeah. dark ages of like <laughs> guessing what is that so had the game finished the Blackburn Liverpool game did it finish before the Man United game no I think the Man U game finished finished at one all yeah, and so you knew you won the league so even if you lost yeah. at full time you knew right so when, so, when, so when Liverpool scored that goal you know it doesn't matter as soon as you heard we stopped playing we just started celebrating <laughs> <laughs> we had about a minute or two minutes to keep, to keep going but yeah, yeah it was the, if you couldn't win it at Ewood that was the best place to win it because of the gaffer's connection to yeah. Liverpool being a legend yeah. they all stayed normally they yeah, just, yeah. They all stayed, and it was just—it was amazing, amazing yeah. place, amazing. Lucky, lucky to experience it. So after the you live win the league, then the next season's Wasn't not great. so good. No, yeah, no. you just once you're on the league, you just can't bring yourself to. It was. It were no. I think it was people worked you out. They put yeah. people worked us out. Well, how big a deal was Kenny going upstairs? Yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. Did you say it was coming? No. Yeah, it was a surprise, and. Ray Hartford was brilliant to me because he I was from down there and he was, he took me up and looked after me and then when he became manager it was hard it was I just think it was it was a hard thing to because then you'd have to rebuild a little bit and maybe he was too loyal to some some of us and he should have brought in a couple more players early on to just freshen it up but it was hard it was hard for him because of what he had achieved as a partnership because the gaffer was brilliant but Ray was the go between and he was yeah. the coach and he was he was brilliant for us that year he's just unlucky that it didn't work out what is a director of football what do they do uh, honestly I'm trying to st- I'm striving to become one now what about the fight batting in Lasso were you, were you there that day do you know what it was a bad year for me that year because I got badly injured career threatening and um, David Batty was sniffing yeah. around <laughs> <laughs> here we go I got one enough on me that's it <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I had a career-threatening injury just before, and do you know what? This is this is, makes me sound like a bit of a nut. I, I never used to like flying, and so I sort of said, oh, I don't, I don't want to fly to Moscow. It's a long way, 
and you've got to go careful what you wish for because I then found out I'd been injured and I was out for a year, a whole year. So did you just watch that from home, that fight? That fight I did, yeah. And um, was it a surprise? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was a surprise. It was a surprise they're fighting on the pitch, but it wasn't a surprise that those two were fighting. Maybe, it was just a yeah. maybe. Yeah, there was there was, was very much times. putting words in your mouth. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a little bit of tension, but I don't know. And it just it was a surprise it happened on the pitch. Yeah, because yeah. Graham Lasso seemed like the least likely player for that sort of thing to happen. Like Batty, you can understand it, and him mixing with another sort of volatile type. Yeah, but Graham Lasso and Batty, it just it never felt right. That, that, see, Graham's he had a little he had a short fuse. Right, yeah. really. Like he could, and even on the pitch, he could be he could be a little bit nasty right. in a good way. Yeah, he was seemed so aloof. Like he was like like he didn't feel like he was a footballer. Yeah, like he was a count. Or something. Yeah, he's a count. yeah, it's royalty. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your England career. Three appearances for England under twenty one. So mate, count, it all counts. Can't take long. <laughs> so you made your debut for England under twenty one against Ireland on the twenty seventh of March nineteen ninety five. You won two nil. How many? Of that starting lineup, can you name? Oh my god! <laughs> um, I'd say, in my defence, it was in Ireland, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 In my defence, that was the first time I'd tried Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite a, quite a hazy one. <laughs> um, on the way back, obviously, um, I would say was Ray Parler there? No. No. I think there's only two players. Dave Unsworth. Yeah, he yeah. played. Yeah. Two players, what from? No, I was going to say there's only two players that I'd say became um, played for the regular England yeah. players. God, that's terrible, isn't it? I'm struggling. That team was Paul Gerrard, yes, Ian Pearce, David Unsworth, Steve Watson, yeah, why? Alan Thompson, no, no. Oh Dean Gordon, who's Dean Gordon? Dean Gordon, Palace, yeah, really, yeah, really? good left back. <laughs> Chris Bart Williams, yeah, the Bart man. <laughs> Do you know the bar, I don't know if that means that you know. That's not his nickname. The bar, so he had, um, he played football without doing his laces up. What do you mean? Because he had what? boots fit, he never did his laces up. The we, bar, do you know yeah, what annoys me? I was gonna, when I was going through that, I was thinking this bit's not going to make the edit. They <laughs> <laughs> got the whole way to get to the fact that he's called the bar, man. The bar he didn't bar do his laces up. The bar man, he never did his laces up. So would he tuck them in, or would he just let he them just had loose? Just them so small, and because right. his boots are so snug, that's what he did. I've got a bit of correspondence. We do the correspondence on this. Sorry, one sec. <laughs> Carry on, Scott. So, so you've also got um, Nicky Butt. But, yeah. One of the two major England ones, yeah. Andy Roberts, Robert, yeah. Trevor Sinclair, who you went on to. How do I not know Trevor? Yeah, I'm a teammate. Huge coincidence here, right? So I'm going to read you a letter we got that I was going to read not when you were here, but it, it's. I mean, it couldn't be more perfect. I can't <laughs> believe this has happened. Okay. Hi, gents. Hello, gents. I was recently introduced by my flatmate to the Quickly Kevin podcast and slightly told him about the time I sold Lee Sharp a pair of size 8 Mizuno Wave Rider trainers in 2010. At the time, I worked for the country's largest running specialist up and running, and Lee entered our Headingley stall just outside of Leeds where I served him. Really nice bloke. He did, however, smell like the inside of Frank Butcher's Jaguar, but who am I to judge? Right. Here we go. This, then inadvertently, introduced Nottingham Forest legend... Chris Bart Williams into the discussion. <laughs> Apparently, my flatmate believes he has really, really small feet. <laughs> <laughs> what a Although, having never seen them before or been able to bring any evidence to the table, he's adamant the rumour is well established. I would like to know if someone from Quickly Kevin could debunk <laughs> the myth. <laughs> Regards, Kirk. 
What are the chances? Yeah, so, Asa nice. has Chris Paul Williams as the Bartman. He's got really small I'm just feet. Trying to think. You think he'd need to do up his shoes yeah, more? That's, that's what I was going to say. But I can't remember them being freakishly small. No. Unlike <laughs> my ears. No. Um, no, I can't remember them being that small. But all I remember, just blankly, he just never did his boots up. Because oh, we went on that. Chris Paul Williams. This is it. The plot is thickened if anything. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's got any information on Chris Paul Williams' socks, shoes, anything, <laughs> I'm going to go Google it. Hello it's Chris Paul Kevin.com. Um, Sorry to derail the uh, interview for that, but that was an astonishing coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. To round off that England on 21 team, Kevin yes. Gallon, Neil Shipley. Oh my god, of course. I played football ships the other day in a chat. The other day? Still and, and Kevin Gallon does some stuff for me. I can't believe I didn't remember it. <laughs> you should now you can ask them if they Neil Shipley's quite a big unit these days, isn't he? Ships is uh mind you, I can't be throwing stones because from <laughs> but no, he he played really well the other day. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> It does get more she, diplomatic she, than that. Yeah. He's a lovely, lovely fellow. So that's it. We're kind of into the, the last few questions now. So like the end of your Blackburn era, um, Roy Hodgson comes in, sells you to West Ham. I mean, that's proof he knows nothing about football. <laughs> Listen, he sold me twice, so he does know a lot. He <laughs> does know a lot. Uh, he sold me then. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he put me out to grass. He put me out to grass at Fulham. But that was fair enough. I was injured then. But I remember the day I, I was... Because again, you hear the rumours that you're going. It was either it was either between Palace and West Ham, but it was dragging on, dragging on. And I was down to play for Blackburn. I was in the hotel. We were preparing for the game in the team meeting. So the team meeting's going on, and then I was playing, and uh, it was a cup game. So that's why I was playing. It was it was a cup game. He just one of them ones he put us all the wolves in. So um, he takes a phone call during the thing, and he goes, uh, Ian, you can go. You're not playing. <laughs> what was that? He goes, we've just sold you. So. <laughs> That's so much. We, 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 we disagreed with Fee with West Ham, so you, you're allowed to go and talk to him. So then, all right, all right so I've got up, even the lads are like, oh, on. <laughs> so they, they kicked off, and the game was going on, the light of the crowd, and I'm going in, and I picked up all my boots and just walked off on left again. Wow. It's, yeah, it's a strange old feeling, because really, you don't get to say goodbye too much. And do you walk out, are you walking out the door with like Ewood Park or something like that, and you're going, that's it, I'm. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm not coming there. The next time we're coming back, well, then you have to get through a medical and agree your end at the yeah. other end. But the next time I'm coming back here, will be against them because of my ankle. You have to get through a medical, yeah. and they take it, X-rays and MRI scans and everything. So I'm a little bit nervous because I'm coming back. There's nothing wrong with me. I was fit. I've been fit for ages. But then I can remember the physio come up to me because there's a there's a problem here, and I'm thinking, oh Jesus. He goes, Have you got something wrong with your ankle? I said, wait, I said, no, I said, I've had the injury, but then I've got through that and been fit for a year, whatever. And he goes, have a look at this. And he's got the x-ray up and there's a, there's a hole in my ankle, like a size of a, like a little small hole. I'm like, what, you, what the? Because <laughs> I've got no pain yeah, on yeah. it. And I'm looking down and do you remember them socks? Someone must have, the posh socks, someone bought me them socks and they used to have the little pellet on, is it something socks? Yeah. And they used to have the little, and I hadn't taken it off. And they the x-ray. <laughs> We always ask the question at the end if you could go back to uh, 1990, January the 1st, and do it all again, would you? Without a shadow, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. You, you, I'd love to go through it all again and maybe enjoy it a little bit more. 
Yeah. Because sometimes you didn't relax into it, you didn't enjoy it so much because you were worried. I just well, think you and David Batty out looking for bodies. Pair of flashlights. Just as long as it all pan, I'd like a few less injuries. But other than that, I just it was just such a brilliant. I was really really lucky because bang average player to just experience <laughs> experience some of that was, was brilliant. Amazing, Ian Pierce. Thank you very thank much. You very thank much. you. Thank you for having me. Be turned back in once more. A clearance will come out to Pierce. What a strike from Ian Pierce! Right, almost time to go. You've been leaving some very funny reviews featuring niche 90s footballers. Now I'm going to read out my three favourites from which Michael is going to pick one to feature on the opening titles of next week's episode. And I, can I just say before you read them out, because I have to source these clips every week when I pick someone. <laughs> and the last two, it's taken me hours <laughs> to find a clip. Like Brian Gunn, I have watched <laughs> five or six hours of so Norwich. I basically, yeah, if you go too niche, you're not going to win. Well, um, there's almost one of these you're definitely not going to select as the winner. Um, well, we had uh, this review from Danny Kedwell. This podcast is as amusing as when Graham Taylor tried to build an England midfield around Carlton Palmer. Well, there's the winner right there. <laughs> Sweeter than my left foot. That's from Jose Dominguez. <laughs> that's, that's a niche reference. <laughs> And lastly, uh, Mick Darmid Park said, a very worthy addition to the squad of footy podcasts already out there. The 90s focus giving this one its own specific area, adding balance and a cultured left foot. The Lee Jenkinson to your St. Johnson team. <laughs> I mean, that's... Sorry, if it's not Lee Jenkinson... Particularly because he's basically saying, yeah, it's another good one. He's not <laughs> saying, like... Yeah, I mean, for two reasons, he's not winning. Uh, <laughs> I, for Carlton Palmer. For Carlton me, yeah. Palmer will be in the opening titles next week. Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch, this is how. Get in touch with the show. Email hello at quicklykevin.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at quicklykevin and sign up to the mailing list at quicklykevin.com. But thank you very much. Thank you to Ian Pierce. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Josh. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks to everyone. Thank you Bye. 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 This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.